we should read our Bibles. As men digging for buried treasure. When the Most High gave to the nations their inheritance, when he divided mankind, he fixed the borders of peoples according to the number of the sons of God. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. Take no part in the fruitless deeds of darkness, but yet expose them. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Life's a garden, man. You gotta dig it. Hello fellow treasure hunters, welcome to the excavation site, I'm Justin, alongside me we got Ben, Steven, and Chad, we'll be your guides on this excursion, hope you brought your shovel and your compass, cause we got the map, let's dig. Hey everybody, welcome back, uh, well I guess it's uh, after Easter weekend, he's risen, everybody have a good Easter? We did, we did. Went well. Absolutely. Good deal. Very blessed. Well, uh, this time we're going to, uh, we got our first guest speaker. So uh, we're real excited about that, aren't we, guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be a, a evolution versus creation uh, discussion here. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. I'm anxious to hear somebody else talk besides you, Yahoos, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can just sit back and enjoy, right? Oh, yeah. Well, Ben, you want to lead us off a prayer, buddy? I will. Dear Lord, thank you for this beautiful day today. Please have this message reach the people you need to need to reach it. Please uh, open our minds so we can take it in. in Jesus' name, Amen. 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 We'll see. So, so, who do we have? Who is the special guest? Who's the mystery man? Well, I think Stephen should introduce this guy. This is his guest. Well, I kind of have a, a a little bit of affinity for this guy. Uh, he is my father. However. Uh, through um uh, since i was a child he did a lot of different um I've, he would do this for different churches different uh different organizations that ask him to do these creation evolution like versus evolution type seminars to kind of really show the holes and the gaps and like the evolutionary theory and really um kind of show how ultimately it takes more faith to believe in evolution than it really does to believe that there's a, a creator out there, someone who has, um, you know, the, the intelligent design that it took to create this world. So he really has some, I've listened to a lot of his, um, sessions before and, and some of the information, it's just, it's, it really will open up a lot of eyes. It'll really open your mind. And even if you, some or somebody who already believes, it just gives you more ammunition to tell somebody, Hey, look look at what's going on look outside you can't tell me that this all happened on accident so i'm gonna let him kind of take it away here and um we're gonna kind of go from there well all right i want to thank you guys first of all for letting me uh, join you here in this podcast and um this is exciting for me we're talking about uh, a subject that i'm really passionate about and uh, it, it's kind of interesting because you can see God's hand in everything. Uh, in my life, I can see God's hand in everything I've done, everything I do, all the places I've ended up. Uh, after being a school teacher for uh, many, many years, and um, 
starting in uh, the science end of things and then eventually uh, transitioning into a theology department in a, in a Christian high school. Uh, I've had a, a big range of, of topics here, and this has really been neat stuff. I, I grew up in a, in a Christian church and a Christian home, and I thank God all the time for my parents and my grandparents and, um, and uh, them praying for me, and, and there's no question about it. And I know I, I gave my parents a very difficult time as I was growing up, and God still had his hand on, uh, on me in, in a, lot of, a lot of neat ways. It became um, uh, very, very important to me as uh, I met my wife, Julie, and we got married and uh, started a family and stuff that uh, I did for my kids, what my parents did for me, and that was going to church. That was reading the Bible. That was um, making that an a, a important part of their life and going to um, uh, Christian schools. They went to Christian schools all their lives. So I never had that opportunity as a kid, but... Um, that became very, very important. And in all the public school training that I've had, uh, the idea of the earth being created 13.7 billion years ago, or the universe coming to being at the Big Bang 13.7 billion years ago, and the, the earth coming about 4.5 billion years ago, and life evolving about 4 million years, well, human beings, this type of thing was always taught as fact, was always was always um, put there at the beginning and said, this is how it is. And it was, it was never, some people think this, no, this is how it is. And that's all my friends were. That's how a lot of my teacher friends were and uh, going to science conferences and stuff like that. And you read the Bible and you look at what the Bible says and it says in Genesis 1-1, you know, God created the heavens and the earth. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm getting two different uh, points of view and I have confusion in my head. And so I began to study this more and more as we went along. And uh, I... I always been a young earth creationist and I, I'm going to say right up front that I do not understand um, all the Hebrew and all the Greek and I do not understand all the science that's behind everything but I do believe in the end that uh, when we stand there in the presence of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior in heaven that we will be able to see how all these things fit together and look back and go wow yeah God you're in control you put this together and it all worked out amen I, and, and uh, you know, you want to give a reason, like it says in 1 Peter 3.15, right, for the hope that you have. Give a, be able to give a reason. Sound intelligent. I, I think it's important as a Christian that you need to sound intelligent. And when someone asks you, well, what do you think about carbon-14 dating? Or what do you think about potassium iridium dating? Or what do you think about these types of things? And how do you give an answer for that when it comes to your faith in the Bible and what God has done? And uh, so many people say, well, you know, you can believe in God. I, I believe in science. Well, my answer for that right away is, well, God invented science. God, God is the ultimate scientist. God put that all together. There's no question about it. So one thing I, I, I really like to um, bring up and talk about, and I would do this in my classroom quite a bit too, and because kids would come in all the time and, and they struggle, especially in high school when everything around them says that uh, the universe is... Uh, uh, billions of years old, but yet the Bible, when you look at it and you have the genealogies, you know, we're somewhere between six and 10,000 years old. And how does that work? How is that what? You know, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious, I think, when you look around. It says in Romans 1.20, you know, that the evidence of God is all around you. Just look at what's been created. When you look at the plants, 
you look at the animals, you look at the, at the variety of life, it's just amazing to me. And then all the kids, they go into biology class, right? And what do you learn in biology class? Life comes from life. But one time it didn't. That's yeah. what we're told. One time it came from nothing. And I'm like, wait a minute here. Well, let's talk about life a little bit. You know, let's look at your body a little bit. And you think of the systems that make up your body. You got a skeletal system, you got a muscular system, you got an immune system, you got a reproductive system, and it just goes on and on. The endocrine system, and you've got, uh, you know, in the circulatory system, you've got a hundred thousand miles of blood vessels and capillaries that go. And this all happened all by itself. You know, beautiful it's, accident. It's like a random. I like this one guy. He said it's like a tornado rolling through a junkyard. He said a fully restored 1970 and painted running 1970 Challenger coming out at the end. Yeah, it's a good analogy. Yeah. How come I don't have one then? Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's interesting when you look at that. You you look at the the nervous system and the and the. The, how many nerves you got to go back to the moon? 238,000 miles and back in, in your in your body. Your your body is is made up of 100 trillion cells or 80 trillion, depending on the textbook that you're looking at. So this is one thing I would do with the kids, and I would I guess I would like to have you guys walk through this with me one time. Um, it's a kind of an interesting um, <clears throat> little. Uh, work here that, that we do in class so I made a copy for you I'll pass those around and give everybody a calculator oh no a little math class here <laughs> so if you take a look at that <clears throat> so we, we talk about uh, a couple things I, I would give you an example let's say uh, you're in college class and you walk in your biology class there and the teacher says, you got an overhead projector there and takes out a worm and flops it on the overhead projector and says, um, by the end of the class period, this worm is going to turn into a person. And you would drop your head down and scratch your head and go, oh my gosh, how much money did I play for this class? I can't believe it. This, this worm's going to turn into a person? There's no way. I'm paying money for this as education? That's not right. So I'll tell you what. Um, the professor would say, in four million years, this worm will turn into a person. And what do all the students do? Oh, write that down real quick. That's right. Now it makes sense, right? Time is the magic thing here. Time is the is the is the magic number that, that makes everything happen. Well, I like talking about time, and this is what this is a little bit about here. Um, so we do a little bit of math. Let's say I got two blocks here on the table, and I take these blocks. And they've got a number one and a number two on them. How many different ways can you arrange those? How many different combinations, if you will? Two. 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 A, a, better, a better term would be a permutation. And, and, but combination, same thing for this, this demonstration. Two. You can make them one, two, or you can make them two, one. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Now, what happens if I throw a third block in there? What happens? What do you think? How many different ways can you arrange those? a lot more right there yeah yeah you can go one two three or one three two or two one three or two three one or three two one or three one two so now there's six ways all right now 
What happens if you throw a fourth block in there? Any idea? It goes a whole lot more. Yeah, it does. And a whole lot more. It goes a whole lot more. Now this is interesting because this you can do, you can do this. It's called a factorial. It's real simple. And if you take your one times two, if you have two blocks, what do you get for an answer? You get two. So there there's two possible ways to arrange two blocks. So if you got three blocks, you multiply one times two times three, you get six. Right. And if you put four, now it starts to jump up. One times two times three times four is 24. 24. All right, now you can see how that curve starts to really increase right away. And if you put a fifth block in there, five it's times 24, yeah, 120. Now, this was always a fun thing, so I would tell the kids I'd put um, 15 blocks out here. Now, you can arrange these into every possible combination that you can do that. If you can arrange that in every part, how long is it going to take you? I'll give you an A if you can do it by, what do you think? End of the class period? No, no. No, end there ain't the, no way. End of the day. Well, maybe. Okay, let's see at the end of the day. So we got 15 blocks. So you got a calculator there, real quick. Take 1 times 2 times 3 times 4 times 5 times 6 times 7 times 8 times 9, and go right through 15. Now, I think it's important that you do that for this reason, is that you can, you can show this, you practice this, and you show this to other people when they, you talk about that. You guys all come up with the same answer? You all come up with um, 1.30 times 10 to the 10th? Oh, yeah. Something like that. That's, that looks right. That's what it says. It <laughs> so in your, I got 10 to the 12th. 12th power. 10 to the 12th. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, 10 yeah. to the 12th. And um, so what that means is after the 1, you got, you're going to move that decimal place 12 places to the right. So you're going to have 12 more spots after that. Now, that's just something to think about. We're looking at 15 blocks here. And a few minutes ago, I talked about you having a 100 trillion cells in your body. And... Uh, it's interesting because even uh, biologists, uh, I'm thinking of, of or, uh, one scientist in particular, um, um, oh, what's his name, Sir Fred Hoyle. In fact, the quote you gave us earlier, uh, Justin, about that, he, he made a, a comment similar to that. He says, the, the chance of higher life forms might have emerged in this way is comparable to the chance of a tornado sweeping through a junkyard that might assemble a Boeing 747 with the materials therein. Now, Fred Hoyle, he's not a Christian, no. but he realizes that it's impossible. A tornado putting together a jet, this is impossible. This cannot happen. There is no he's, way. He's got to think. Every sheet of metal, every rivet, every bolt, lines, power, hydraulics, ain't happening. Rubber tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah ain't happening. <laughs> exactly. So when you think about that, but he also had a comment too one time that for the complexity of a cell, one cell to come together, that the 13.7 billion years that we say how old the universe is, it's impossible for one cell because the intricacy of the cell is so complex for this to come together. And now you're 100 trillion cells. So I want you to think about 100 trillion for a second. 
think about, well, here's a nose cell, you know, here's a fingernail cell, here's an elbow cell, whatever, skin cells, nerve cell, blood cells, whatever it might be. Now, you've got all these different kind of cells, and he speaks about your immune system and the lymph, lymphatic system and, and uh, the... Well, the, the white blood cells that come through and, and the platelets that clog up when you get just a cut on your arm or something. Did this happen by chance? So we've got 100,000 cells and we, we've got 15 blocks here on the table. So how long does it take that? Well, I've never read about a positive mutation, but that's supposedly how we've come to be where we are now through mutations. And a positive mutation is something that would make uh, a, a cell get better or grow or, or what's, what's what, and, I'm, and I've never come across um, some type of mechanism that uh, scientists have said that, well, this is how we put more information in the genetic makeup of, of a cell. Yeah. Where does it come from? Because mutations seem to do what? They seem to break things down. They seem to tear things apart. But yet... And it defies the laws of entropy. Exactly, yeah. Nothing absolutely. gets better over time. Yeah. Things get worse. Yep. If, if, you, know, if, you know, I know, Justin, I know you like cars, you know. Yeah. I figured if I want a car like yours, I would go buy myself a, you know, a 1949 rusted up Volkswagen, put it in the garage, and in a few years it would start looking a lot nicer all yeah. by itself. <laughs> start looking like a challenger then. <laughs> yeah. That's good faith, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, as an evolutionist, you've got to have a great faith, no question about it. Yes. No question about it. So... So we've got our, our 15 blocks here. Well, let's say the mutation, let's say every time we move one of those blocks, that's a mutation. And mutations happen supposedly from, um, and, and there's no question that you've got the gamma radiation coming from space, this type of thing. Uh, anything that's going to come through and, and mess up something inside the cell a little bit. Uh, and, and usually what I've seen that mutations or, or radiation like that does one of three things. Number one, it, it doesn't do anything, goes right through the cell, uh, like it would an x-ray if you're at the dentist's office or something, or it's going to be harmful to the cell, or number three, it's, it's fatal. It can damage it so bad that the cell can't reproduce or anything anymore. But just for the sake of the evolutionists, we'll give them every benefit of the doubt and say, well, let's say every mutation is positive. It does something for the cell. We'll just say that for the heck of it. Now, you got on your calculator there, um, that many, we got 1.30767436.8 times 10 to the 12th. Now let's say that these mutations happen one time a second. So we're going to move these blocks like this from 1 to 2 to 2 to 1, one time a second, and that's a positive mutation. All right, so that's how many seconds it would take to find every single one of those. All right. That's a lot of seconds. Yeah. How many seconds is it? Well, to figure out how many seconds it is, is to, uh, oh, it's gone. You got to get that back. <laughs> it's, um, you can, you can take that. No, you go right ahead and do it. Take, um, let's say that's, how many minutes is that? So take uh, that number you got there on your screen and divide it by 60 because there's 60 seconds in a minute. And then you come up with 2.1794572 to the 10th. To the 10th. And then 10th. How many minutes is that? That's a lot of minutes. Yeah. Well, if you divide that number by 60, it'll give you hours. 
So we divide that by 60 right away. <laughs> okay, we count my decimal places here. So one, two, three. 363,280. That's a lot of yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many hours in a day? Divide by 24. Divide that by 24. And that's going to give us days? That gives you 15,135,120. Now, take that one more time. How many days in a year? Yeah. 365. You have 41,466 days. No. Or years. Yeah. Years. Years. <laughs> Listen, listen, 15 blocks, and you're going to arrange them in every possible combination? 41,000 years? you got to sit there and think and let this soak into your brain a little Th those bit. Those are union blocks. <laughs> <laughs> We're not counting break time, are we? No. <laughs> This this is this is not time to sleep. There's no time to eat. There's no time to go to the bathroom. This is right. nonstop, non twenty four hours a day. There's no question about it. Fifteen blocks. All right. Now, th th this is important that you do this a couple times. You think about this. It goes in your head because right away we use numbers, millions and billions all the time. It's easy to say that stuff. I do not understand. You can't conceive that. No. Number. I don't understand what a million no. is. I don't understand what a billion is. I, someone tells me, okay. Uh, or octillion. You know, you can see that in the science, you know. It's unbelievable. What, what's um, a, a million ping pong balls? Would it fill this room? Would it cover the floor? I have no clue. It, but I can work with the numbers really easy. And because of uh, technology and the calculator, I can do this stuff really quick. And then it's important to uh, uh, put this in, in the kids' minds and go, well, here, let's see. You you work this out. You tell me if it if it works. We're talking fifteen blocks now. Keep fifteen blocks in mind with a hundred trillion cells. Now take your calculator. I'm going to show you a little trick here. Um, there, this is called a factorial, and there's a factorial button on your calculator, usually in the upper left hand corner, and it's an X with an exclamation point next to it, and it's probably a second function. So you have to hit second mm -hmm. first, and then you hit that. So if you type in 15 and then type the second function and then the X with the explanation mark next to it, that factorial button, that'll give you your 1 times 2 exactly. times 3 times 4 times 5 right away. Okay? Now, this, is, this just blows my mind because I've done this for years and years and it's still very difficult for me to comprehend this. Now, I, we put five more blocks on the table so there's 20 blocks now 20 blocks just try this once try 20 and hit the factorial button and come up with a number here everybody should come up with the same number 2.43290208 times 10 to the 18th power see we're not even touching 10 to the 50th there's just we're talking all right now think think about this now do that one more time. Let's say that's a second. And we're moving the blocks one time a second, and that's a positive mutation. So we move them one time a second. So you divide by 60 to get minutes. 
And then you divide by 60 again to get hours. And then divide by 60 one more time, or, or not 60, 24 to get days. And then divide by 365 to get years. Ben, how many years you get there? 7.71468166 times 10 to the 10th power. Which is, if you write that out. Horrible. I mean, that's. That's 77 billion, billion yep. years. All right. This is the part that you got to let soak into the gray matter here a little bit. 77 billion years to take 20 blocks and arrange them one time a second in every possible permutation takes 77 billion years. Now, you're a hundred trillion cells and our cells just kind of arrange themselves. This, the, what... You know, there's three million chemical reactions to take place in every cell, every second of the day, in every living cell, every second of the day, three million chemical reactions. And your body is so wonderfully, miraculously made. And then you take a look at the diversity of plants and animals in the world. And you look at the complexity of all this. And we want to say, this happened by chance? There's Ain't no way. No way. It's not even close. I mean, and it's totally. It, it, you're even setting aside the, the obvious stuff that we see every day. You know, it, it's systems within systems within systems. Everything. It's a symbiotic system. One thing relies on the other. It's hand and glove. If if one thing, as we know it, didn't exist on this planet, life would not be sustainable. The plants give the oxygen. We give off the carbon dioxide that feeds them. The bees, you know, pollinating. It's just it's it's totally it's a symbiotic system and you, and you're going to de deny uh, an architect <laughs> well said yeah this. i mean it's it's, it's staggering it's, it's just <laughs> it's unbelievable but i i used to be that guy yeah you know uh, you know i always used to be arrogant and say it doesn't you matter the, the science guy i, I was the he? science guy and uh you know i would always say the best thing about science is it's real whether you believe it or not. That's how arrogant I was. Yeah. And but that's what the world would do to you, and that's the direction it steers you to. Uh, you know, and that's why. And I don't want to kind of go there, but when I talk about creation, it's not a big deal to people that's already found the Lord, that walk with the Lord. But when you take a bunch of these people that's in this world and that's hypnotized by the wisdom of the world, now all of a sudden you're going to open up their eyes to new possibilities to God. To, this is divinely created and there's no other explanation for it you know so it's good stuff man love to hear it give us some more of what you got right there <laughs> <laughs> no I think it's it's important that uh, that when you're talking to your friends and you and, and people that you meet on the street who uh, have gone through the system so to speak and that's what they've been indoctrinated with that and that's a tough one to get through for them because it, you hear it over and over and over and Brainwashing over. is all it is. It is. It is. Brainwashing. Wisdom and, of the world. And you point them to the direction of the word and you say, well, let's look at this. You know, Let's take a look at what God did. And I, I think like I mentioned earlier in 1 Peter 3.15, you know, that uh, be ready to give a reason for the hope that you have. And this is one of those times when we talk about science and here's the reason. The reason that um, 
I believe that the that the Earth could not have uh, come about. Life could not have come about by the Big Bang. Could not have happened by chance. And it's real simple on a calculator, which everybody has. And it's just maybe turning people in that direction. Says, well, let's look at this for a minute and and do the math a little bit. You know, you've learned about the body in school. You've learned about it in biology class. You know what what you've got here is pretty miraculous when uh, you know you're not feeling well. well I'll, be, I'll be better in a couple of days here. You know, I'll take a couple aspirin or something, and your body is able to heal itself. And you just take a look at, for example, uh, your eyes. Just being able to, what you can do, what you can see, that, you, that your pupils, when it gets too bright, they close up and don't allow so much uh light in and when it's dark they open up more this happened by chance it's it's amazing to think um from an evolutionist point of view well you've got to make all these mistakes first until the right thing happens there where's the time frame for that there is if we're already just mutating the cell that takes billions of years just to arrange a cell but yet here we are. It's not it's even in, a cell. You're talking about just twenty. Yeah. Blocks. Yeah. Just twenty. Yeah. Twenty. Cell. You're talking about yeah. trillions. Right. It's not even. No. No way. I like a. I was looking into this, and I think I got his name right. Roger Penrose. He's a British mathematician, and he said the odds to create a planet to sustain life like Earth would be ten to a hundred and twenty-fourth power to one. <laughs> You know, and like I said earlier, you know, 10 to the 50th power to 1 is a mathematical impossibility considered a miracle. You know, so that's, you know, 10,124 mathematical impossibilities or slash miracles. You know, we're already, we're couched in a place that should not exist. You know, and when you say that, when you say that too, Justin, the thing I think about right away is how many people believe that and that that this happened and there is no god we it it shows you the power of sin has on this world the grip that sin has on people's hearts and stuff that oh, the bible is just a book of myths this type of thing instead of allowing the holy spirit to work in your in your heart and allow you to see the big picture of what god has really done and that's a powerful grip on people and that's that's a scary thought and that makes me uh, motivates me uh, so much more to want to share what I know with the people around me to, with my neighbors with my friends my co-workers the people that I'm in contact with what God has done in my life which is so important because you know you when it's all said and done you're gonna live at one of two addresses you know you're gonna live at heaven or hell and when you really take a few minutes to think about what hell is and you do a little bit of research on that it's bad god is good and hell is no good at all it's bad it's total loneliness it's sorrow it's pain it's it's the, the lake of fire etc and that is just a terrible terrible thing and it makes it motivates me as as a as a child of god to want to share my faith with everybody i come in contact with because i don't want to see anybody go to hell Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though. We look at these different theories and all these different people. Uh, uh, well, 
Big Bang, for instance, right there. Now, if you know anything about the, the guy who came up with this stuff, George Henry Lamatre, you know, he was a priest. He was a Jesuit priest, you know. And um, when you start looking into the Jesuits and uh, you start looking into, you know, Catholicism, uh, you know, uh, they put more people into the scientific fields of astronomy and physicists and, than any other organizations in the world. You know, and once again, George Henry Lamatre, Jesuit priest, this guy's the one who invented the Big Bang. And I mean, when you look at this stuff and you look at the numbers and you, you do the math and you do the study, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just mind boggling that uh, a priest for all people could be, uh, you know, pushing forward some sort of theory like this that's just not, uh, it's just not factually sound. It's like one to try to please two masters. Yeah, well, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely a lot of that going on right there. But uh, same thing, Charles uh, Charles Darwin. I mean, he's high level free uh, Freemason and stuff, you know. And when you look at these different secret societies and organizations, and uh, that's where a lot of your big theories you find as fact are coming from. So doing the own study and uh, listening to people uh, like yourself. Uh, that's just a true blessing. We appreciate you being here today and doing that, talking about this stuff. So uh, we hope that when we get this stuff out, the people that are tuning in and listening to us uh, take appreciation with you and what you've had to say today, just like we have. So but thank you so much for that, Steve. Oh, you're more so very welcome. I, it's my pleasure to be here. I thank you for the opportunity. And one thing, too, when I was looking at I remember when I texted you, and I was like, just the mathematics of this that I've been looking at, it's just mind-blowing. He's like, oh, well, he's going to touch on that anyway. But, I mean, that number, uh, I didn't realize when we were doing the calculator, that's uh, what I had written down in my notes here, but uh, I didn't know how that number came about, so I got to see how you got that number, so that was really cool. But uh, I like uh, Trey Smith. I follow him a lot in, in one of his videos. He was talking about some of this stuff, and he was talking about, he said, the odds of one single sale is 10 to 39,920 to, to one. He said, so I like how he worded it. He said, imagine hitting the lottery every single day for the next 10,000 years, not missing a day. He said, you would still be nowhere close to this number. <laughs> he said, you know, imagine being this sale, beating mathematical insanity, coming into existence only to die. This sale cannot live alone. It too relies on symbiotic systems outside of itself as well. And that system outside of another cell that relies on another system that's outside of that one. Each one overcoming the same odds at the same time all must exist simultaneously to exist. It requires an architect. <laughs> Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. Well, but uh, I guess that's it for this go around. Is that all we got? That's what we got. Good so stuff. Nice, short, sweet, and to the point for you guys this time. I love it, man. Now keep tuning in, guys. Once again, Steve, thanks for coming, buddy. Good well, stuff. Most certainly it was welcome. a blessing for us. Right, keep digging, guys. Catch you next time.